Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's... Two old queens, it's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello! Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited for our guest this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us for this, our very special 100th episode. He's a nonprofit fundraiser in Washington, D.C., and he wrote a winning essay. It's Belly Fedweiss. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're so I, delighted to have you. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for writing this. And I should say, you were a lot of people wrote essays. It was not an easy decision. No, it was not. We had so Sorry, many. You were not a clear-cut winner. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. There was drama. There yeah. was Good. a lot of fighting, teeth gnashing. Yes, friendships were ended. Friendships were mended. Yes. Stronger than ever, some would say. <laughs> it's the, what makes it stronger, yes. The power of essays. <laughs> Have you won an essay contest before? No, never. Really? Never. <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, I, I got your email and I was shocked. I was uh, pretty floored. Uh, well, it was uh, fabulous. How does it... Um, have you won anything before? <laughs> well, like a contest? I've played bingo quite a bit and I've won bingo several times. Oh, bingo, including yes. the, like the round 12 blackout bingo $300 grand prize. Like in a casino? Um, at an American Legion in Washington, D.C. Oh, it's like a casino. It, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, $12 to play and $50 per round in cash prizes. That sounds great. Wow. Yeah. And very strong drinks. Strong drinks. Yeah. You know, that helps. <laughs> that's what you're yeah. there for. Uh, there used to be a casino by my brother's house that would do bingo. And it was like fun because it was cheap, but like your money went a long way because it takes a good 30 minutes to an hour to get through all the rounds and everything. But everyone towards the end, like of a round, everyone, it feels like you're so close. Like, oh, I'm already, I'm only two things away. Thing away. But yeah. then also every, half the room feels like that. So, so you're going, oh my God, oh my God. And then someone goes, bingo. 
show that all these people go, fuck. <laughs> and it's so funny to have yeah. that ramp of <laughs> that, that thrill of being one away is what I play for usually. Sure. Uh, right, chasing right. the dragon. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I got I got to yell bingo when you, when I got your email. Wow. <laughs> a full circle moment. So nice. What does that, when you say you're a non, like a nonprofit fundraiser, does mm -hmm. that mean you work for a specific charity or are you like a fundraiser on hire? Like a, a <laughs> yeah, gun, so I a work for a specific gunslinger. charity um, in DC and I've worked in a few different places over the years, uh, currently working with an organization that helps seniors get legal service. Oh, oh, that's so John, nice. maybe that's something you want to look into. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, please give me your card when this is over. <laughs> um, I always need legal services. <laughs> you did say <laughs> in your essay that you some a previous guest told you oh. that you sound like you're in a musical. Yeah, so guest? I uh, saw Nicole Byer live when she oh. came to DC. She's a delight. And we waited in the line. I was with my friends, Laura and Miranda. We waited in the line, we got to meet her. And instead of just saying hello, I said, I'm Billy. <laughs> and she said, you talk like you're in a musical. <laughs> and it was the greatest greeting I've ever been a part of. Uh, it instantly doubled over in laughter. Uh, yeah, it was. It, she's, you she's did sound actor. very like a River City, Iowa townsfolk when you said right. that. <laughs> right. Yeah. But welcome to Oklahoma. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Classic musical. <laughs> uh, you said also, uh, speaking of bingo, that you made a two old queens themed bingo game. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So the, my friends who introduced me to this podcast had never seen Female Trouble. Mm. And we had talked about doing a virtual movie night together. And uh, I, cre I went through and I just like wrote down a bunch of categories as I listened to an episode. And then, I, I mean, I'm kind of nerdy. You might have guessed that because I won an <laughs> essay contest. <laughs> Figured out how to randomize the things, laid them out in bingo cards and then emailed them out in advance. Wow, um, that's fun. And it did, with female trouble, it did not take long to get to a bingo. There is, it is like <laughs> yeah, immediate. Yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that. Yeah. Was it uh, a no, prize? Uh, just, I think being able to pick the next movie was the prize. Smart. Uh, Smart. The free space was not the movie Cruising. Oh, Ew. good. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> yeah. This sounds amazing. Um, speaking of cruising, or okay. ambling down a road, oh, we would say. All right. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Today, the movie you won with an essay in uh, not def in defense, uh, not submitting, defense, submitting um, in praise of the Wizard of Oz. John, what's the deal with the Wizard of Oz? Mark, let me tell you the deal with The Wizard of Oz. It was directed primarily by Victor Fleming with additional work from Richard Thorpe and King Vidor. It has a screenplay by Noel Langley, Florence Ryerson, and Edgar Wolfe with songs by Edgar Yip Harburg and Harold Arlen, based on the children's fantasy novel, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum. And it tells the story of Dorothy Gale, a young girl who is transported to a surreal landscape and kills the first person she meets and then teams up with three strangers to kill again. It stars Judy Garland, Frank Morgan, Ray Bolger, Burt Lahr, Jack Haley, Billy Burke, Margaret Hamilton, Charlie Grapewin, Pat Walsh, Claire Blandick, and Terry as Toto. It was released on August 25th, 1939, and is often considered to be one of the greatest films of all time. 
Frank Nougat of the New York Times called the film a delightful piece of wonderworking, which has the youngster's eyes shining and brought a quietly amusing gleam to the wiser ones of the oldsters. Variety critic John C. Flynn, no relation, he spells his last name differently, predicted that the film was likely to perform some record-making feats of box office magic, noting some of the scenic passages are so beautiful in design and composition as to stir audiences by their sheer unfoldment. Roger Ebert chose it as one of his great films, writing that The Wizard of Oz has a wonderful surface of comedy and music, special effects and excitement, but we still watch it decades later because its underlying story penetrates straight through the deepest insecurities of childhood, stirs them, and then reassures them. It was nominated for five competitive Oscars, winning two Best Music and Best Song for Over the Rainbow. And Judy Garland was given an honorary Academy Juvenile Award for her work in both Wizard of Oz and Babes in Arms. And that is the deal with The Wizard of Oz. Wow, so Billy, you were asked to write an essay to pick a movie. <laughs> Why The Wizard of Oz? So when I was a child, I was obsessed with the movie Clue and The Wizard of Oz. I watched them on a constant obsessive loop. I, before I could even read, I could identify the VHS tapes by their color mm. and would watch them again and again and again. And like all well-adjusted four-year-olds, I would go back and forth between pretending that I was a cold-hearted murder detective and that I was Glinda the Good Witch in her beautiful pink dress. Um, and I spent the first half of the, this podcast as a fan thinking Clue is the gayest movie ever. It has the, you know, is broken glass, non-traditional murder weapons, all these things were added. And then um, it, was, it came in number two at its time, which made me very happy. And it's well beyond time that you rate the other movie that of the obsession of my childhood, the uh, really like going back and watching it again, the gayest movie I can even think of, especially considering it was from 1939. So we're just working out some of your childhood issues. Exactly. That's the whole deal. So, right. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 was, it was a helpful prompt. Fair enough. Fair uh, how many times have you seen it, would you say? I mean, I, I literally, if there are 365 days in a year, probably. <laughs> I believe there are. 1100 checks out. Like well Some over a, a thousand. More. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> over a thousand. I mean, I, when I say I watch it on an obsessive loop. What's the first line? Wow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a line roaring, probably. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think now. It's Dorothy running down the road. Right? Uh, like do, do, do. go run over to like there you go and, and then she gets toner. to see Aunt Auntie M Auntie M I'm not, so not sorry that was not nice of me yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm making mean, our guests feel welcome Mark <laughs> I'm so sorry most and of the I'm viewings about these dogs <laughs> most of the viewings were before I could read so sure the the memories aren't as <laughs> I mean I can't remember the movie I watched last night and it was Wizard of Oz. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna be in trouble. Uh, John, what's your history with the Wizard of Oz? The old whiz. The old whiz as it was. Well, and I, I mean, like most people, I could not tell you the first time I saw it. I know I remember watching it with my family once a year on TV and it was always like a big fun event. But also for me, Wizard of Oz is actually the first show I did as a young child. Like the, uh, one afternoon I auditioned, my older sister was auditioning for it and I went along with her. She did not get cast, but I did. Oops, sorry, Becky. But it was a community college was doing a production of Wizard of Oz. And so this production, you would have hated it, Mark, because the show was over three hours long. Why? <laughs> because they added so many other things to it. So in this yeah, version of the, Wizard of Oz, it, <laughs> it more. needs more. Yeah, it was a, the movie is an hour and a half and our production was three and a half hours, twice as long. 
So there were like scenes with a bunch of munchkins that happened before Dorothy comes out of her house, like after she first no. line. So there's like a munchkin mayor, munchkin farmer, and then there's a whole bunch of lines for a munchkin. So all of those lines for a munchkin were given to me. And so I was like created my own character. And I might have talked about this before, but um, the costume that I wore that they that they put me in was like a like a, a purple judge's robe with a hot pink cape that went up that was like off one shoulder because this was like sort of flash dancey era. Uh, I had shoes. I had like a little like curly toe at the end. Sure. And so my friends and I had been watching the video back of it. We realized that <laughs> the character I played was actually the faggot munchkin. But it was like the first show I did. I, That's I, the really, name of your memoir, I believe. It actually is the name of an album that I've recorded of stories. Uh, I'm not there you go. It's absolutely true. That's a perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so share the link. <laughs> I, yeah, if it's, I think it's out of print. But I'll, if I can find it, I'll. if you want it, email to old queens and I'll send it to you. But it is... Uh, the show, that show was like what made me fall in love with theater. And so of course the show, in addition to being like a wonderful movie that is so iconic and has a wonderful place in people's heart, it has a special place in my heart just as like that experience in that show. So uh, yeah, I love Wizard of Oz. I think it's absolutely magical. How about you, Mark? What is your history with Wizard of Oz? Um, I was never like obsessed with, I obviously like saw it a ton because one of right. those things, whenever it was on TV, you just watch it. But I was never like, obsessed with it I would say but I too was in uh, a a children's theater production of nice it. <laughs> yes and who did you play the wizard of course you did <laughs> bit of a charlatan um but I and I did for a time get really into there's a wizard of oz themed like slot machine on a for iPhone <laughs> for like phones for mobile gotcha, gotcha. Sure, I got sure. really into that for a while um, what is that what was it about this slot machine on the mobile as you called it the that, mobile that you were so taken by Oh, I just have an addictive, uh, when it comes to games, I get addicted sure. to them. And like, mm -hmm. I the little have to rush. delete them. Yeah, yeah, the mm -hmm. little rush of, uh, give me- Was points. there something specific about this or it was just Absolutely a machine not. with just pictures from Wizard of Oz? Great. You would get levels. It would progress along the story. You, <laughs> you follow, different slot you machines. evolve on the yellow there, 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 Oh, <laughs> which is what people want from slot machines, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I did they use, for. right? They used <laughs> to have, before Disney bought them, they had Star Wars slot machines before oh. Disney. And I did, uh, I won like 300 bucks. I blew up the Death Star once. <gasps> Look at Very you. Very exciting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not to brag. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, Wizard of Oz is great. Um, what's not to like? But is it the gayest movie ever? Oh, we shall see. I know. Billy, as you may or may not know, but I'm pretty sure you do, we yeah. have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at a certain point, you are going to come up with a category and it will be added, added to, to the, the wheel. wheel. Most people don't know what that means, but you might. So that's you a do. fun change of pace. <laughs> my mother had no idea what we were talking about. Still doesn't. Still doesn't nope. know what a Same podcast is. Same with my is. mother too. Yes. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so normally I go through the current top five gayest movies ever, but since this is our uh, 100th episode, 100th episode, this is our current rankings of the 99 gayest movies ever. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> buckle go, up, buckle up. All right, tied with the 16.10 percent at 99 and 98. It's Goodwill Hunting and Harry Met Sally. 16.12 percent. Kramer versus Kramer. 16.44 percent. What about Bob? 19.07 percent. The 1995. Sabrina, 24.33%. The Third Man, 26.60%. Just Friends, 28.60%. Julia and Julia and Julia, 29.45%. Wayne's World, 31.08%. Supergirl, 32.43%. Parasite, 33.23%. 
The Secret of Nim, 35.45%. Submarine, 36.18%. Raiders of the Lost Ark, 37.05%. Pulp Fiction, 38.70%. Hoosiers, 39.65%. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, 39.89%. Topsy Turvey. 39.93%. Ghosts, 30. Also 39.93%. The Wedding Singer, 40.42%. Mission Impossible Fallout, 40.73%. Eat, Pray, Love, 41%. Beaches, 41.34%. Smile, 41.96%. The Talented Mr. Ripley, 42.47%. Toy Soldiers, remember them, John? 42.84%. The Faculty, 44.60%. Air Bud, that was fun, 44.80%. Tourist Trap, Mannequins, 44.96%. Wind Windows, 45.49%. The Titanic, or just Titanic as it's known among fans, 45.92%. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Gross, 47.25%. The Kids Are All Right, 47.69%. The 2018 Suspiria, 47.80%. Scrooge, 49.86%. The Shining, 50.43%. Chicago, 50.78%. Berserk, 50 1.44% The Family Stone. This might have been a bad idea, but I'm committed now. 51.70%. Lady Bird, 51.83%. The Brood. What number are these movies? You're just giving us percentages. I'm just giving percentages. All right. I could. I thought about that about 15 in. I should just be saying the numbers. But what are we going to do? We're there. We're in it. We're here. It's I committed. It's hard when you commit. Good. And now we're talking about this. 52.39%. This is a 50, 57th. I will now transition to the <laughs> place 57. Alien Coven, 56. Scream, 55. Pieces of April, 54. Beetlejuice, 53. Gremlins, 52. Waiting for Guffman, 51. The Sound of Music, 50. Scott Pilgrim, This is the World, 49. Midsommar, 48. Midnight Madness, 47. Last Holiday, 46. Showgirls, 45. Mermaids, 44. Adam's Family Values, 43. I, Tanya, 42. 9 to 5, 41. Fried Green Tomatoes, 40. The Silence of the Lambs, 39. Eating Out, 38. Ginger Snap, 37. Die Hard, 36. Bring It On, 35. Mean Girls, 34. The Man from Uncle, 33. Meet Me in St. Louis, 32. <laughs> Hackers, 31. Best of Show, 30. Cruising, 40, 29. Formerly number one forever, The Muppets Take Manhattan. 28, Top Gun. 27, Armageddon. 26, Face Off. 25, Hellbound Hellraiser 2. 24, 300. 23, Anti Main. 22, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. 21, Interview with the Vampire. 20, Little Shop of Horrors. 19, The Beastmaster. 18, Batman Forever. 17, Labyrinth. 16, Edward Scissorhands. 15, Cats. 14, Funny Girl. Block. 13, Mommy Dares. 12, Terms of Endearment. 11, Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born. 10, Strictly Borrow. 9, Grease 2. 8, The Ten Commandments. 7, Clue. 6, The Lost Boys. 5, Death Becomes Her. 4, The Apple. 3, The Rocky Orbit Show. 2, the Brighton Prank is the number one current reigning champ with a 94.83%. It's female trouble. Yes, Mark. All right. Good that's, job. Very that, nice. Treat yourself a to a work. cigarette after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Billy, after all of that, where do you think The Wizard of Oz is going to land? I don't know. Can I hear him again? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I wanted to beat. You're not sure. You wrote I an want, essay. <laughs> I, I wanted to beat Meet Me in St. Louis for sure. Sure. Okay. Um, that, you know. Got, Personal vendetta. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Judy Garland versus Judy Garland. I come from the story of her life. I mean, yeah. the SmackDown to end all SmackDowns. Uh, but I really, I think it's going to be in the top five. It depends on what happens with the wheel. The wheel is uh, fickle. The, the wheel could go, it could help, it could hurt. 
Uh, but if, if you, you get felt, top five. You're I'm not worried well. about felt. No, felt is very good if you get. Oh felt. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, let's get into it. Let's find out. So this let's first group of categories are the canon categories. For so for these, we're each going to give the score between zero and hundred. Then we take the average of all three of our scores. So, Billy. What would you give The Wizard of Oz on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? So this one's a little tough, but two things about actual gay characters. First of all, Please. you can't tell me that there are 150 people living in Munchkin land dressed <laughs> like they are and right. none of them are gay. Those clothes. Yeah, there yeah. are definitely a smattering of gay people in Munchkin land. Same with the Emerald City. There are definitely. some gay people there. There's no doubt about that. But the other thing that I've been thinking about a lot, because I have been thinking about this movie a lot since I got sure. your email, mm -hmm. the Cowardly Lion. Definitely. Sure. It's like he's, feet. Yeah, he's, mm -hmm. um, you know, in the 1930s, they couldn't have an out gay character. They needed, they would always like code people with certain right. things that the viewers would be able to tell like, oh, I see who, I see his story. You know, <laughs> and the Cowardly Lion, he's- uh, Others whispering to their fathers, don't tell the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Anyways, you know, he's glad the depression's over. <laughs> uh, he refers to himself as a dandelion and a sissy. With a flick and, of the wrist when he yeah. says it too. And mm -hmm. he's got the bow in his hair by the time he gets to Oz. Sure, definitely. Uh, what do we think of the three farmhands in Kansas? Possibly, sure. I mean, here's my argument. The phrase, someone is a friend of Dorothy, is universally acknowledged to mean that that person is a homosexual. So I think an argument could be made for the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion, that these are all gay characters. Well, and people have said, like, the four, Dorothy and, like, the three are all, like, you know, a metaphor for, like, chosen family and, like, the people you find right. along. And then ultimately, you don't need to change who you are to find uh, mm -hmm. self-acceptance. Exactly. But I think the friend of Dorothy, there's also some debate about whether uh, Dorothy Parker was also referred to that, too, at the same time. It's true. It came. I read the Wikipedia entry for like people were saying and that around. Yeah, because she did uh, hang out with the the gays. Yeah. That Algonquin Roundtable. Yeah. I also thought the Lollipop Guild was kind of like performing masculinity. It could be like a bunch of drag kings, really. <laughs> could be for all we know. That's true. What's going on there? <laughs> um, what exactly are they licking in this guild of theirs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Billy, what do you want to give the Wizard of Oz an actual gay characters? I mean, there's, it's a little ambiguous, but I'll say 65. 65. I'm going to go 80. 80, based on your feelings. The feelings, <laughs> I think the monkeys, the winkies. The monkeys? What about yeah, the, the monkeys? monkeys? Come on, all those sharp little vests they're wearing, come on. They weren't chosen to, they didn't have a choice in that. It's like, they're you like little that. boys and mommy you didn't see the pageants. You don't know that, you're just projecting yourself. We can assume, I think. <laughs> um, I'll give it a 50. Okay. I'll give it an average of 65, which is about three point, no, 2.33 points higher than Waiting for Guffman. All right, how okay. about this next one? I think you're gonna clean up here. Drag queen <laughs> inspiration. Could a drag queen watch The Wizard of Oz and just ugh, come up with a book of ideas? Ugh, anything? Racking their brain. <laughs> there, there, there's, no, there's nothing interesting about The Wizard of Oz and what people are wearing. Visually speaking, no, not at all. Yeah, nothing. Uh, didn't Drag Race have a whole episode that was about The Wizard of Oz? I mean. I don't know. I know uh, one of the, what's his, Ellie Diamond in the last season of UK had a, like one costume that did all, it did, uh, Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion. It was like in yeah. a series of reveals. Oh. Didn't Crystal really Method fun. do like a Tin Man look at one point? 
I think some, unlike Tina Burner did, but you know. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, the, the dresses, the, the, the witches, the dresses, the munchkins, everything about this everything. movie is, yeah. is drag. I'm going to say I, 100. I was also thinking somebody must have been like the tornado at some point. Sure. sure. I mean, in The Wiz, the ballet of the tornado. The what's that? The Wiz. The musical they The Wiz. Heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> One yeah. thing I also like that I noticed is like making a crown out of a flower pot. Like, oh, that's like the 99 cent store challenge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> sure. Drag on a dime. Yeah. Drag I will go 100% as well. I think there's this movie just inspires you to just be fabulous. I mean, still to this day, like these looks are like also just the combination of them together. Definitely. Before, you know? Mm -hmm. Giving it a hundred, tying it with the apple. Okay. okay. Nice. Interesting. <laughs> but about 73.23 points higher than Eat, Pray, Love. So there you go. Oh, there you go. All right, the next category, gay icons. How are you going to rate the Wizard of Oz on gay <laughs> icons? I mean, the, the Judy Garland at her gayest. The, you know, the, yeah. the friends we mentioned before, the friends of Dorothy. I don't think that in the 30s, there could have been a bigger gay icon, the 30s and sort of the decades that followed than Judy, yeah. Judy Garland. Yeah, I mean, like, and even in a Judy Garland alone, for me, is enough to make it 100. But then you also put Margaret Hamilton in there. And her performance is also like, I know we can't go more than 100, but I think if, if there not. ever was a time to make an exception, this would There's be not. it. We're There's not going it. to make it, although we could. Why? Then, then everything's meaningless. Once oh, right. Then chaos words. happens. You're then right. Chaos. Mark. Uh huh. Chaos reigns throughout the land. But yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a hundred. I mean, it's Judy Garland in her most iconic role. Tough break for fans of *A Star Is Born*. <laughs> I think they're okay. I think if they're a fan of *Stars Born*, they're also a fan of *Wizard of Oz*. I think that's. There's gotta be somebody who's like, "Oh, that's kid stuff." There's a big middle to that Venn diagram, though. Wasn't she in um? What's that like courtroom witness for the persecution? The movie is Judgment at Nuremberg, just to be. I've never seen that, but it'd be fun to see her in like a more adult. She's great. Uh, the sure. thing about Judy she could act. Yeah. Here's the thing multi hyphenate, they, hyphen they would say. <laughs> um, giving it a hundred, which is about, I'm going to stop doing it, a 60 point, 62 point, 33 <laughs> points higher than Lady Bird. All right. Let's do your arguments now. The male gaze, how horny is the camera for the male form in The Wizard of Oz? I'll it's be honest. It's not very here. horny. It, there no. is a in part- In my notes, it's blank. Yeah, mine there's too. A, so when Dorothy meets the Tin Man, there's a very slow pan up. Uh, you know, she finds his foot and then the camera sure. goes very slowly <laughs> up to the Tin Man revealing his whole form. Tarantino-esque. Uh, if that's yeah. what you like. I love starting at the feet and working my way up. <laughs> I just, I love a boxy torso, like yeah. a round barrel torso. And then the only other thing that I saw was that the people who are buffing that, I think it's the, 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 when they're doing their makeovers. Yeah, yeah. They have, the right. men who are doing that have their ex arms exposed. <gasps> the scandal of it all. Oh, nice. Oh, hello. <laughs> I mean, that is a very sad. Uh... Talk about the merry old land of <laughs> yeah. Oz. Upper arms exposed. This is not for children. <laughs> So what do you want to give it then? Yeah, I didn't have any. I thought this is a pretty like unhorny movie. Yeah. Intentionally. I'd say, I'd say 20. A yeah. 20. Very generous. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the scarecrow. Like we see. No. Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm not even gonna try. I'll go, I'll go 23. 23 for nothing? For those arms. <laughs> the arms. Those arms, that, come on. Remember his entry and his notes is blank. 
He's giving it 23. Uh, I'm giving it a two. I'm sorry, okay. but that's how I feel. It's going to make up so many points. Don't wow. worry. It can't sweep everything, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Uh, all right. The next category, entrances with pizzazz. Speaking of a good category for this movie. Here we go. I mean, come on. Here we go. Glinda coming in in her little pink bubble. She's a bubble. All, all the times the evil witch pops in in a smoke, a yep. cloud of red smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, even exactly. the cowardly lion and how he like comes roaring out of the forest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think the first time we see Miss Gulch with that iconic dun, 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 theme playing, that's a good one. When they enter Oz, it's a whole big number with a horse of a different well, color. Also, uh, don't you think? Arriving in a house that kills a witch is pretty much entrance with a pizzazz. <laughs> That's got some pizzazz. Hacha. Yes, but you murdered somebody when you got here. Ready to make your, they know exactly who you are for the minute you come out of that house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, them whole munchkins like come out, come out. Wherever right, wherever you, you are. are. Mm-hmm. Seen Emerald and City. The first time you see the wizard. Yeah. It's also pizzazzing. That's right. Walking down that hallway. Um, do you think, you know, Glinda's in her bubble? Does that mean she only gets her news from Facebook? Funny. Cute. Um, <laughs> topical. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for uh, entrances with pizzazz? Sometimes I move things from the camp list and put them into different categories. <laughs> uh, 100. Uh, 100. Yeah, I'll go 100 as well. I just think everyone has their big number. And also, like, even the characters, like, it's not like at the moment of their entrance, but each one is like, here's my, if I only had a heart, if I only had a brain, if I only, you know, like, they've you know, all the thing I it. noticed this time, like, in Kansas, they do a good job with, um, I forget their names, but, like, uh, the Scarecrow and the Lion have a, where they demonstrate right, right. their brains and they demonstrate their courage, like, on the farm. But when it comes to the Tin Man, right. he just says, they're going to build a statue of me. Like, well, that's not, what is the, right. the whole like. <laughs> I think because he is a Tin, like as a Tin Man, he I guess, could but be that's the, not like, demonstrating the statue of the Tin Man. that's not demonstrating his want in the Outlander. That one is admittedly weaker. So than I read others, online right. that they, so they ended up having to cut like 11 minutes from the movie. And one of the things that Tell they- that to cut, John's children's production. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> we didn't, yeah, we you, put them back right in. Back Whatever in. They so cut, you may remember had. from the children's production that the Tin Man bef- <laughs> earlier in the scene was talking about how he was building a device that was going to track a tornado. Oh, right. Uh, but they cut that. But then they have Auntie M coming over and saying, I saw you fiddling with that machine. And then randomly he says, they're going to make a statue of me. And it makes no sense because they don't have, they cut out that like initial- Right. Right. But even that isn't about like, you would think he'd be like, I'm in touch with my emotions or don't be afraid to express what you're feeling. Like something True. like that. True. All right. Giving it a hundred. All right. Our next category, hell on heels. Something like spitfire ladies in this movie. <laughs> I mean, all of them. I mean, all of them. <laughs> Mrs. Gulch, the wicked witch, even Glinda is like, I'm not going to take your shit and I'm going to be really nice about it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. She's real passive aggressive about it. <laughs> Some of those trees who throw the apples, they're women too. They're not so nice. Auntie M. She runs that farm. Yep. She, she said oh, something yeah. like, oh, I see a lot of jabberwocky happen around here. I was like, what is, what did she say? <laughs> who brought up Lewis Carroll? <laughs> yeah. Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> I did think though for all her like um the witch is like fair like she is like obviously a striking image and a great performance but she's like pretty ineffective the entire movie. 
she doesn't really do anything. She just shows up and says, I'm going to do something. But in the end, she like she doesn't really have much uh, influence on the plot. But like everyone around her is the so only thing they're affected, but she doesn't really do anything. Like no. she even captures Dorothy and says, well, I'm going to leave you here for an hour and then I'll come <laughs> back and kill you later. Like, just kill right. her. And then she misses when she tries to burn the scarecrow. But she had to be careful because like how they had to do it delicately or it would ruin it's just, the spell. She's like a very, the fly monkeys do. Toto has more impact on the plot than uh, the witch. I'm not sure that that's Toto makes a lot leads of them to where uh, Dorothy is. Yeah, the witch uh, makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah, but the witch kidnaps them and they have to go get the witch's broom. She only and, kidnaps Dorothy. Yeah. The monkeys kidnap Dorothy. Because the witch tells I'm them I'm just to. saying, she could be a lot more effective. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's plenty effective. I want more. Uh, what do you want to give uh, this for Hell on Heels? I mean, a 98? 98. I'm going full 100. 100. Uh, I'll go 99. Just want her a little more effective, be a little more empowered. I'm rooting for the witch. She's my favorite character. <laughs> Have you seen Wicked? No, no. I've not seen Wicked. <laughs> I Why read the so book. I, well, I got through halfway through the book and I was like, this is so depressing. Well, the musical is very the different than the book. The book was like dour. Yeah. I, was, I thought it was going to be like fun, funny, kind of like a, uh, what's his face? Guy wrote Discworld. Terry Pratchett. I thought that was going to be like wry English kind of humor. <laughs> nope. No, it's more an allegory, political yeah, yeah. allegory. Yawn. yawn. Speaking of yawning, macabre. How macabre is the Wizard of Oz? I didn't. There's a lot of yeah, macabre I, stuff in here. I don't remember a lot of macabre things from my childhood, but then re-watching it, I was floored <laughs> by how much macabre stuff there right? is. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. They almost lose the chicks. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> right fine. off the start, they don't know how many of them there are. Uh. <laughs> they can't count them. They're constantly losing track, and you know how stressful that is. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> threatening uh, to destroy Toto. That's like the scariest part of the whole thing. I think yeah. Mrs. Gulch has always been scarier to me than the witch. Because Gulch uh, okay. feels like someone you could encounter. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah, sure. Um, how the, the scarecrow kept getting disemboweled. Like when you first- They fucking him, rip him apart. Crows, but like just <laughs> yeah. in the beginning, crows yeah. are just eating his innards. And he's like, yeah. oh, well, you know, this happens to me. I'm just, a, this is a trail. Oh, body, like Cronenberg-esque body horror. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Haunted Forest. The, the Haunted Forest. Everything at the witch's castle is very macabre. All very the, fun. Very dark and dreary. It really reminded me of the Snow White ride at Disneyland. It had that like tone. Oh yeah. Well, initially the take on the Wicked Witch was more of a Snow White uh, evil queen vibe and it was a different actress. And then when they changed it, she left the movie. She said, well, I don't want to do this anymore. So they got Margaret Hamilton. Um, Smart move to that lady whose name, I won't even pretend I remember. The <laughs> Whatever happened to her. Right. The, there's also something macabre about the wizard out of nowhere saying, yes, I will grant all four of your wishes, but first you have to kill this unrelated person. Yeah, give me his broom. Yeah. Yeah, but get, get um, turn into John right. Wick all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the witch telling Dorothy, first I'm going to kill your friends and dogs so you can watch them die, and then I'm going to kill yeah. you. was just like very pretty dark. dark. Pretty dark. Uh, I would yeah. like, a, I don't want Wicked. I want a prequel movie about like the Munchkin Coroner. <laughs> what is it? What are the like autopsies he's doing? How do people die at Munchkin Land? I just feel there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to explore. W was he explored in the childhood version, John? Well, it's funny. On the very last performance of that show, the actress who played the Munchkin Coroner, she just didn't show up. I guess she forgot it. So I had to go on and sing oh, the Coroner. Do you remember parts. it? 
in that part. Of course, as Coretta, I must have arrived, thoroughly examined her, and she's not only merely dead, she's really most sincerely dead. Wow. You're welcome. For free. Wow. <laughs> For free. No extra money. But also, like, there's also a lot of macabre stuff around the Wizard of Oz, like the tale of, like, the suicidal munchkin. That is and not true, though. In, like, that is bendy bounce. That is not true. I know that, but it is, is part, part of it. it. Also, the day that Judy Garland died, there was a tornado in Kansas. <laughs> sure. And the fact that you can sync it up with Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, there's something weird about that. Is that macabre, macabre about that. or, like, mystic? I don't know. Like, they overlap. <laughs> that's macabre. They it don't was work Black against Sabbath, each other. Maybe. There was there were also a lot of people who got like actors who got burned in the process of making this movie. Can you imagine? I mean, it's the '30s, and I feel like we only lay. Out, there's always these facts about like they, there was a thing I saw like is Wizard of Oz the most cursed film because of all these accents. Like, <laughs> no, we just it's a very popular movie, so every nook so and cranny yeah. and story of it has. There's probably thousands of accidents on other movies we've never heard of that you're right. never going to hear because nobody cares about those. Right, movies. everything has been so picked over in this movie. Yeah, it was the '30s. I can't imagine how they treated Toto. I don't want to know. <laughs> or Terry. I want to live in ignorance when it comes to Toto, please. Yeah, he's the cutest. I also read that the original man who played the Tin Man had to be hospitalized because- Buddy Epson. Because the, uh, the- The metallic the, the, paint. Yeah, the makeup, makeup was making him very ill. Yeah, he had to be in an iron lung for like 11 days. Ironic. Uh, so this is a 100 for Macabre. A 100, one of the darkest movies you've ever seen. <laughs> That's right. Right up there with the shiny, the, the silence of the lambs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll give it a 97. 97, the bleakness. How will we yes. ever recover? This is up there with Sala, 100 Days of Sodom. Uh, I'll give it a 77. <laughs> give it an average of 91.33. All right, our next category, dramatic lighting. How dramatic is the lighting here? It's extremely dramatic. It's extremely dramatic. <laughs> we get the uh, sun breaking through the clouds during uh, Over the Rainbow. Yeah, Over the Thank Rainbow. Thank you. That's one of the most dramatic pieces of lighting that mm -hmm. I noticed. Very Christian. Yes. When they're like approaching Emerald City and there's just light uh, like shining off of it. That's very dramatic. The wizard himself, all that smoke and weird lighting and, and fire and stuff and all that. There's a lot of dramatic lighting too, like when the monkeys are kidnapping Dorothy and they have like th those birds, the owls with the red. Yes, those weird vultures yeah. with the red that's eyes. The like, that's yeah. very like Snow White, a Disneyland ride yes. to me when you see like <laughs> the gear where their head is like pivoting. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they didn't know HD was coming when they made this. And even like and when the th when the three main male characters are trying to go to the castle to, to rescue Dorothy, lots of dramatic lighting there too. Uh, Definitely. Around that process. And like looking in the crystal ball, seeing Aunt Anne sure. and all that. There's a lot of uplighting too with the wizard. There's that green uplighting that's very dramatic and very, <laughs> you know, grand. Definitely. As befits the throne room. <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to give this for dramatic lighting? 98. 98. I'll go 92. 92. I'm going to go 70. I think there's a what? lot of it that's just like regular studio light. There are those moments where they like play with it, but for a lot of it, this lighting is kind of the same in every scene, just like bright and overlit. I understand what you're saying. Great. Um, give it an average of 86.67, which is 0.34 points higher than the Ten Commandments. That might be the biggest competition now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. um, 
until we get to this category, vibrato. How would you rate the Wizard of Oz on vibrato? So as always, in addition to literal vibrato, we mean anytime they take a moment, give it a little extra, zhuzh it up. It doesn't need it, but they give it to you and you like it. Well, on the literal vibrato alone, I would say I mean, that yeah. John Wick 3 is to broken glass what <laughs> this movie is to vibrato. It is just well constantly well hitting you. you over the head. Judy yep. Garland, Glinda, the people in Munchkin Land, the Lullaby League, yeah. the Lollipop yeah. Guild, the coroner. You could almost barely understand him. There was so much vibrato. <laughs> The, I think if, if I, I were king of the forest is huge. Oh, vibrato. huge. That's so much vibrato. I feel like the 30s for vibrato, what is like, you know, melasma. What do you call it? Was that the right term? Melasma, yeah. Melasma was like for the 90s with like Christina Aguilar. Like they just love <laughs> vibrato. Like couldn't get like every like someday my prince will come. It's all like they love a trill. Yeah. I wonder if it was new. Like, oh, we discovered this new thing. It's a, it's a trendy now. I don't know. It's like, why is it hot? Everything in the 30s new. is like vibrato. It had to be new at some point. Do they invent singing in the 30s? Is that what happened? <laughs> at some point. It's a stylistic choice. Also think like this, I love it just, the thing I love about the movie is like how fake everything, like it looks fake oh, and like yes. the best kind, but it's fake, right. but so like beautiful. It's like so well designed and like just gorgeous. Absolutely. Like even the farm is like the, the fact that it's sepia tone and not black and white, it's <laughs> mm -hmm. like better than a reality. So many poppies too. Like when they're so running through poppies. the poppies, there are so, and those are, I think they're all fake. I could be, I have no idea. <laughs> but somebody had to make those or put them down. Even if they're real, somebody had to put those. That's so many poppies. <laughs> that poor set department. And Frank Morgan playing five different roles. Oh, sure. That's vibrato. Yeah, that's true. And everything mm -hmm. that when the tornado's going up, all like the gags through the window feels so like, on. we're going to have some gags here. Yeah, yeah, that's for Broadway. We're gonna have some fun. This isn't so scary. This is a one hundred. A one hundred. Yeah. The fact that there are exotic birds in an apple orchard. Oh, yeah, feels vibrato to me. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm also gonna go hundred. A hundred, and I too will give it a hundred, tying it with the apple. Okay. And the sound of music in vibrato. The All three singing. titans of vibrato. Yeah. <laughs> Titans of musical theater. Uh, all right, our next category, footwork. How would you rate the footwork in this? There's a lot of footwork. I mean, it's iconic. So much Munchkin marching. All the Munchkin marching, all the dancing, the ruby slippers. I do think it's every time she like shows them off, it's kind of like, oh, these? These old things? <laughs> oh, oh, you're interested in these? <laughs> oh. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep them or not. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you click your heels to go home. Definitely. That's footwork. Yeah. The, 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 whole, the whole plot is a linchpin of footwork at the very end. It's a linchpin of footwork. Definitely. I think that was on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of their taglines. Yeah. And they dance, you know, there's a lot, like she's dancing in heels a lot. The scarecrow does a lot of fancy floppy footwork. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the Tin Man does a little sort of like soft shoe shepherdino. I like when he toots. Yep. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. you love a toot. I love a toot. <laughs> oh, do we wish the Scarecrow dance sequence was longer? Well, it was. I'm sure you've seen the extended. But do footage. you wish you, it was like in the movie like that? Or are you good how it is? I'm good how it is. I've never seen the extended version. I think it's oh. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I have. I. This is one of the few movies I do have on Blu-ray, and it is a three-disc set. I know. Was it's one of those discs a DVD though? <laughs> what? Is one of those discs a DVD? 
No, it is like one disc that is the movie with extras and then two extra discs of just more stuff and more like documentaries and this and that. And it has every everything that has been cut, you can find on these on these discs. Somebody at MGM is going, we need something for the 100th anniversary. Yeah. Find me something, <laughs> we need more. We need any bit get, of trivia. We need to squeeze more money off of these Wizard of Oz fans. <laughs> Include that Under the Rainbow movie as a bonus feature. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, like the extended dance sequence is like another 45 seconds, but it is it is a little overlong. You don't miss it i'll say we that. get it yeah i think it's fine as it is it's fine as it is so billy's giving it a hundred and footwork john i will also give it a hundred a hundred yeah i think you're gonna get a hundred like is the dancing like mind-blowing no but there's just so much choreography in the whole thing exactly those munchkins i mean who wrangled them <laughs> so many people yeah all right our next category spank bank deposits anything in the wizard of Oz you're gonna up i'll remember that for later this is another tough one. This, this is a is tough, tough one. one. So John will probably give it 22. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. It's not depends. that kind of movie. I guess it's, it you depends be... on what you like. If you like furries. Yeah, I could see that being a little bit into the Cowardly Lion. We That's are. like the closest. Do you Maybe if you're like a guy in uniform, you're like those Winkies, those weird guys. They were like, are they in, is any of this explained in like Wicked? The Winkies? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, no. or the Flying Monkeys. I think in Wicked, I've only seen it once. She like talks to animals and there are a lot of animals who were like transition, like who were like half human, half animal who sort of became uh, more animal. And she was like friends with a lot of them. So I think that is a little bit, but as for all of those weird like henchmen that she has, which are called the Winkies, I don't think so, but I'm sure in the original book they're explained more. So what do you want to give this for uh, spank bank deposits? We've really named nothing. Yeah. I'll go 10. 10. I'll go 10 as well. Wow, this is like insane to me. I'm giving it a zero. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. At least the sound of music you have like Rolf. You gave that a five. This is twice <laughs> as much. Yeah. Well, as, Rolf was uh, a Nazi. I'm not jerking off to a Nazi. The captain though. Sure. There's things hotter than the captain. What's hotter than the captain in sound of music in the Wizard of Oz? In the Wizard of Oz? Uh, let me see. Uh, I. Interesting. Exactly. Compelling yeah. argument. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Finally, Billy, on a scale of zero to a hundred, how likely are you to recommend The Wizard of Oz to a gay person? I, I can't imagine a gay person who hasn't already seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about like, what is the, what is the characteristic of a person who'd be like, oh, The Wizard of what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I watched this movie with my friends, Laura and Miranda, and we were talking about how it holds up better from childhood than we thought it would. Like I hadn't seen this movie in probably 20 years. Oh. Right. And it does, it's like, oh no, this is worth watching. Like it is, it totally it's a genuinely yeah. good movie. It's not, it, and it does, it is wrapped up with that like childhood nostalgia that everything sort of feels like a dream you're just remembering. Right. Right. Um, but it's good and it, it'll entertain you and it's not too long. I, I think this is a 100. There's always scenes, like I always forget about like Professor Marvel. Mm -hmm. right. I, always for, I always forget about the spa sequence. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so just, there's certain, sure. But there are scenes that I've just like, you know, you never, you never forget the twister, you know, you never forget right. Munchkin Land. Sure, sure, CD. definitely. Mm -hmm. No, Munchkin Land is correct. So 100. John. Yeah, I'd also give it a hundred. I can't. If someone says to me they haven't seen it, I'm like, you have to see it for the reference. Even if you're, even if you would think it was corny, it's like, but you still need to see this. This it's is also not an corny. essential text. Yeah, it's not. And also, like rewatching again, I was like, it, it's, 
it was funny because we watched The Sound of Music the week before, which was almost three hours. And this, when I saw the running time was an hour 45, I was like, oh, I like, I, in my head, it was like the same thing. And I'm sure when they showed it on TV, it probably was three hours with all the commercial <laughs> right. interruptions. Right. Right. But right. it does move at a pretty quick pace. Yeah, she's like you know in I mean? Oz in like 20 minutes. Yeah, in less than that. <laughs> they almost cut, I'm sure you've read this, but they almost cut somewhere over the rainbow because they thought she was in Kansas for too long, which could you imagine? It plods. <laughs> All right, uh, someone's over that song. Okay, now we are into the wheel categories. So uh, did you give it a hundred, Mark? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, I was okay. gonna say, I would just say like, gay people don't read, this is your essential text. Forget the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the Wizard of Oz. This is like, well, this is myth for gay people, like mm -hmm. essentially. Definitely. Great, so the wheel. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. I've put them on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. And we're gonna spin it four times. Whatever categories randomly pop up is how we will judge it. And then after that, you will come up with the category, which we will add to the wheel. Okay. I should say the Wizard of Oz is tied at a hundred the, with the apple and likely to recommend to a gay person. <laughs> okay, I think you got pretty lucky with this one. A feel song. A feel oh. song. Oh, we owe. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's more over the rainbow. It's it's Judy Garland's signature song. It is tops everyone's like list of like best songs in movies. It won more than Oscar, Shallow won the Oscar. Yes, more than Shallow. Yes, <laughs> more than Try Everything from Zootopia. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess I think I've played Try Everything more than uh, <laughs> Over the Rainbow, though. Well, that's your fault. This is my fault. More than the Rainbow Connection. I'm just asking. The Rainbow questions. Connection was surprised. Oh, thank you. Was inspired by Somewhere Over the Rainbow. So, yeah. Yeah, but I like Rainbow Connection more, if I'm being honest. Is that terrible? Well, I'm being naughty. Um, so, <laughs> what do you want to give this for a feel song? This is the 100. 100. Yeah, I got to go 100 as well. Um, I'll go 99. No, I'll go 100. I mean, <laughs> it's not like I don't have it on a playlist or anything, but <laughs> I've never chosen to listen to it, I would say. But I like but it. you do you knew I think it is a it is a beautiful song and you acknowledge like of that, course that goodness yeah I do love how like just when she's singing it Toto just like doesn't care he's just looking at his <laughs> off-screen trainer the oh. entire time <laughs> oh right yeah you, the, the, the dog is just like what's going on what uh, <laughs> all right here we go teamwork teamwork oh, what a dream I mean, yeah <laughs> yeah tons of teamwork 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 makes the dream work it does I think how they, you know, the whole point is like, let's build this really great team and then we'll be there for each other and use, rely on each other's strengths to overcome this big mm -hmm. obstacle in our lives. And the munchkins have teamwork. They have leagues, yeah. they have guilds. Mm -hmm. they got... There's also a ton of coordinated activity in, in the Emerald City. True. Like a lot of people who know exactly what to do and how to do it in like spontaneous parades because people are here. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people come through the Emerald City, I guess. Maybe the for maybe in Oz, the Emerald City is like a small town, so they get excited when oh, people show I, up. I feel like it's the DC of Oz, though, wouldn't you say? It's where the White House is, where the Wizard is. We don't know. And the monkeys also have teamwork, they work as a team room. to kidnap mm -hmm. Dorothy and Toto. Yeah, and those uh, the Winkies, Winkies, yes. <laughs> in case this movie wasn't gay enough let's call the henchmen winkies right <laughs> they'll get it <laughs> if you know you know we'll just say that when it comes to the winkies so what do you want to give this for teamwork this is 100 100 Each yeah, I'll, go 100. I'll go 100 as well i don't know to me it's like 
not like a sports movie. But I'll go like Team, teams exist outside of sports. Come on, not Mark. in my book. I'm a big NBA fan. <laughs> uh, he's real binary when it comes go to Raptors. sports. <laughs> um, but it is they form a team. That is like kind of the whole arc of the movie. They like form a. And I said chosen family earlier. So who needs That's who true. needs Auntie M and Uncle What's His Face? Henry. <laughs> yeah. What does he do to anything? They just let Gulch take Toto. I was outraged. She has a, a the the that thing from no. the mayor the no, no, the no, sheriff. No no no. no. It's not. If that was my niece, the sheriff himself needs to be here. And even then, okay. let's have some humanity. <laughs> then they would have been in Kansas so much longer, Mark. It just well, would have been so much sepia. I'm saying uh, Aunt May would have, that's also made me think of like, where are Dorothy's parents? It's almost like, cause we've been doing the Spider-Man movies. Like, oh, it's almost like, she's almost like a Peter Parker-esque kind of that's true. arc. Yeah. It seems like she's been raised by Aunt M and Uncle Henry. Right. Right. What, probably like, tuberculosis or something killed him that was the 30s um all right next category what did you give for teamwork a hundred oh <laughs> you're yelling have you seen hoosiers billy you know i've only listened to the two old queens episode fair enough you got it <laughs> okay here we go makeover montage makeover montage well they get like the spa day but it's not like yeah Mary Old Land of Oz, that's iconic. It's a total makeover montage. For four of them, all of them. It's not With technically those a montage though, because the what camera's panning about? in one shot. A montage would be edits. That's what a montage is. It starts with there's them like makeover. getting in there. There's definitely and a makeover. It's one long colors, tracking shot and in the a whole spa. lot of things. We're just talking about the spa is where the makeover happens, but that is not whole technically number a montage. It's part of the montage. Yes, no, it that is. is not, the whole number is. They could, it they, doesn't it 19, happen once it's in the spa. It was 1939. They didn't know about shopping malls yet. That <laughs> yeah. was as close as they could. Yeah, I'm sorry, girls just want to have fun isn't playing underneath this whole number. Mark. You should be. Yes. <laughs> uh, to a lesser extent, there's also the make a makeover montage in the tornado when Mrs. Gulch becomes the Wicked Witch. That's Something, true. But it there is one shot. It's not technically a montage. Mm -hmm. it, there is makeover. I'm not saying it's zero. Uh, you know, don't hurl a fireball at me. <laughs> There's definitely makeovers. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to say 95. 95. Yeah, I'll go 95 as well. 95. Uh, I'll go 60. There's a makeover. But is that a montage? Wheel category number four. Okay. From Mean Girls, how rainbow bright is it? <laughs> how rainbow bright is it? <laughs> I think it's very much, but I don't know what that means. Uh, it's just like how bright and colorful. Colorful, it, candy colored. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, it's 100. How do you even, how do you, it's somewhere over the rainbow bright. It's perfect. That's true. It's everything. The, the munchkin land, the emerald city, the horse of a different color. Excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I, I, there's very little. To, to, I feel like this movie almost invented Technicolor. It didn't, but it feels like it did. I gotta go 100 as well. It's just yeah, so, you gotta it's go all about 100. it. It's 100. All right, Billy, the time has come for you to add a category that we can use to judge how gay Wizard of Oz is and then every subsequent movie because we'll throw it on the wheel. So in addition to you submitting Wizard of Oz, two other uh, listeners also submitted Wizard of Oz. And so we asked them to pitch us what their bonus categories would be just to sort of throw them out there to be part of the conversation. You know what I mean? If you like those, you can choose one of them. So we have this first one is from David uh, Struger. Dream sequence. The whole movie is a dream sequence. I personally think Dorothy's journey being all in her head is a cheap shot and a bad twist on the original book. 
But if it gives me more points, I'm taking it. So there's that one. And then the other uh, submission we had was from Liam Garvin. And he actually submitted well, a couple we'll hear right now. In terms of category, I would add to the wheel. First thought was something along the lines of troubled child star. But that's kind of outside the confines of the movie and kind of mean. Uh, so I'd also suggest something that's basically just vengeance or revenge or getting even, which I don't think is on the wheel yet. And yeah, that's basically the Wicked Witch of the West driving force throughout the whole movie. These are all very good. So yeah, so we've got just as part of the mix. But what? How about you, Billy? What have you? What are you? What are you thinking? So I, I like I like a couple of those. Um, the one <laughs> wow, that I have. Wow, shade. What? Well, no, <laughs> that's shade. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just I've been. Well, anyway, I said what I said. Um, <laughs> what I was thinking about coming into this was, could it turn a child gay? Like, if a oh. child watches this movie, are they more likely to be gay? The Neverland quotient. Yeah, and <laughs> it, because the movie did it for me. So, so maybe saying, I'm just a little too caught up in my grooming? own biography. Is this good for grooming? <laughs> uh, that, that, that's more, more problematic than I wanted to I go. would say How about so... rather than turning a child gay, activating your gayness? Gay Perfect. gene activated? Gay the gene, way that you're just gay like, gene activated. The I way that you're that. like, gay tenor you resonates? Are, Sure. Before you know, you're just like, wait a minute, this is something. This is on yeah. my wavelength. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's 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 what I want to go with. That's great. I like that. So what are we calling this? I said gay antenna wavelength. Uh, gay antenna. Does it set activated? off your gay antenna? Does it set off your gay antenna? That's perfect. Uh, that. And for me, this is 100, but that's, you know, my own personal experience. Absolutely. Lots I mean, of rainbows, yeah. lots of be exactly. yourself. Lots Who's this Judy Garland. Garland? Who's this Wicked Witch of the West? Yeah, I'll have to go 100 as well. I think it's uh, it's pretty classic. But see, I didn't. I don't think I solved this until I was like nine or ten, and I'd already seen, uh, and you you had I had seen relationships Solo, at that point. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. I had seen you know, <laughs> I had seen Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I think by then. Oh, a classic know. gay movie, of course. Yeah, Indiana Jones shirtless when he's finally shirtless in that movie. That's an eye opener to a child. Sure. So it's that that set off your gay antenna. That set off. So that um. But I think, yeah. If you're child, but does not loving it make? I don't know. Uh, I'll say ninety nine, just for safety's sake. <laughs> now we're into the bonus category. These categories are just bonus. So instead of zero to one hundred, it's zero to ten. And so if it doesn't score well in the bonus, it's not going to penalize it or work against it. These are just extra points that the movie can get from this. It's going to be fine. So the first one: How would you give rate? Uh, how would you rate a Wizard, the Wizard of Oz, on musical potential? Could it be a musical? <laughs> well, given that it is a musical and that it subsequently inspired two additional musicals, That's I would true. say That's this, true. Is a 10. this is a 10. Yeah, this is also a 10 for me. It's, Are uh, they still I mean, it doing it on stage? Music, Wizard of Oz? Yeah, 100%. Well, like yeah, on Broadway, like a big Broadway version. I mean, it hasn't been literally on Broadway in a while, but yeah, people do it all the time. Probably you get a slab attached. Probably helps. That helps yeah. yeah, yeah. Roseanne Barr played the Wicked Witch of the West one year. They used to do it at like Madison Square Garden occasionally. Stunt She's casting. The Wicked Witch of the West. Sure, why not? It's pretty like easy. A, at the bowl, they have like Rebel Wilson as Ursula, and everyone's like, ah, okay. exactly. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I guess. It's not permanent. It's fine. <laughs> it's just the bowl. It's okay. We're just They're watching. We're having, we're having wine. It's fine. <laughs> Look, there's Rebel Wilson. Speaking of, what you give the Wizard of Oz in Queer Menace? Would you say there's something kind of like 
family about the Wicked Witch? I think I so. would say more about Elmira Gutch Gulch than the witch. Oh yeah, comes off as more of like a queer menace to me than the Wicked Witch. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, John did say he thinks the um, flying monkeys maybe uh, fly Could both be. ways. <laughs> <laughs> you know, monkeys. <laughs> They're animals. <laughs> what well, I don't. You guys go first. I'm not sure what I think about this. That's one. okay. Uh, yeah, what do you think, John? I think there's something about the Wicked Witch of the West. I agree. Like, there's, I mean, she is the menace. Well, the talk of sisters. Talk of sisters. The fact <laughs> that it's all about these ruby red slippers. But is that queer for a woman to like want ruby red slippers? Oh, ruby red slippers are pretty queer. If they're ruby red for a woman, though, like, you know what I mean? Like, if they're ruby red, women do not have ruby red. <laughs> then we have something. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not leaving my tent. Uh, yeah, it's not like huge, huge, but I'll give it a four. A four. Uh, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a four. A four. Giving it a 3.67. All right, our next category. Character actress makes a big swing. Well, Margaret Hamilton. Margaret Hamilton. Margaret Hamilton. I mean, what a swing. I do wonder. Swing. I'm like, I don't know the history of witches on film, unfortunately, but like, uh -huh. Was this is like she's such like a Halloween like you know clip art of a witch, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you I Google, think she witch, like it's set like the, that. Yeah, yeah. Did she say or was that already like known in the time like that? You know the, the pointy hat, the green skin, cape. It must have been, I would think. Well, I'm. I mean, I don't know how much of this is in the books. It must have been somewhat in the book of her having green skin. Yeah. Well, and I know that they also had to eat. She had she took such a big swing that they had to cut a bunch of her stuff because right. they thought it would be too frightening for children. Right. And, and in fact, that's the stuff I want to see. And then like later, she actually she went on Mr. Rogers neighborhood to be like, witches are people, too, because children <laughs> would see her and just like for the rest of her life, children were terrified of her. Like, wow. That's a big swing. She made a big choice that has reverberated through the ages. For better or worse for her <laughs> life, for her daily life. Mm -hmm. And also, I think whatever Glinda is doing, she's a total lunatic. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> she's definitely smoking something in that bubble. She is. Yeah, she's hotboxing. <laughs> the, uh, I, I also like how the Wicked Witch, as she's dying in a pit of water and smoke, yells, what a world! <laughs> Like this? that is just something <laughs> yeah. that is something else. And I love yeah. it. So this is a 10. A 10. Yeah, I'll go 10 as well. I think it's up there. Yeah, it's pretty big swig. It could have uh, been a shrill, but uh, she sells it. She has actual menace. She and speaking does. of, how would you rate this in witches? <laughs> I mean, do we have to talk about it? <laughs> we don't. We've we got could. three, really. Yeah, right. we got the witches, the crystal balls, the mortar and pestles, even of a fortune teller in Kansas. This is a 10. <laughs> right? Yeah, you got to go 10. We got the east, the the west, and the north. Sorry, south. <laughs> um, I'll also give it a 10, but I do wish the Wicked Witch was more effective. I think maybe she has a fear of success. She is her <laughs> She is her own worst uh, enemy. As we as all are. You know? yeah. She could have benefited her from own saboteur. Therapy. What would she ask the wizard for? I wonder if those slippers. <laughs> Probably, yeah. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Silence, so probably John will give it an eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know, there had, again, just odds of had to numbers. <laughs> In the Munchkin village, there had to be some folks. In and he's like whispering to his, I'm playing this Munchkin as gay. 
<laughs> I'm playing it as a bottom. Right. We know. <laughs> as if he had a choice. <laughs> uh, and at Emerald City 2, I'll say one and a half. 1.5. Very democratic. Yeah, I'll go one. A one. I got to go zero. It's the same thing I gave Eat, Pray, Fair. Love. So. Okay. Give it a 0. 0.83. All right, next category. <laughs> Themes of mothers. Well, there's like Auntie M and Glinda is kind of like motherly, she's but mother she doesn't figurely. really do much. She's very aloof. Yeah, but well, she has to let Dorothy learn the lesson. Something sort of motherly about that, I guess. I'll let you fail and be terrified and be traumatized. It wasn't fail. Thing. It was just like, I could tell you this, but it's not going to mean as much as if you learn. I'll let you get captured by the monkeys. <laughs> Let's sleep in the poppies. But she helped them. But drugs? Them the no way. Yeah, no, no, no. No way. You need help with that. <laughs> no kid of mine. I also think that really Auntie M is Dorothy's mom. Like, who oh, knows sure. what happened to her parents? Yes. But the fact that the whole second half of the movie, she's crying, thinking about Auntie M and how Uncle Henry, who cares? Auntie M is who I need to go back and see. And she sees her in the crystal ball. There's that weird scene where the gatekeeper listens to Dorothy and then very, right. has a very wet cry. So very the wet wettest cry. cry. <laughs> the wettest cry saying, I also was like, I could think of, anyway, the whole thing, the, the whole thing is about returning to her mom in addition yeah. to having a fairy godmother. But I do think that is ball. more of just like a MacGuffin. You know what I mean? It's not really about the mother daughter relationship. It's more just like a goal. I agree. So what do you want to give it for Thebes of Mothers? I'm going to say nine. A nine. <laughs> I mean, it's very mother themed. I'm going to go one. Why, John, the, the drugs wore off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could do more. Do you want me to do more? It no, sounds like I'm, you want me to do some more. I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> Love ATM. Give an average of four. All right, next category, pearl clutching. How many people are morally scandalized? I do think Mrs. Gulch is by Toto. She's very Definitely. friendly by this. because I think Toto sees through her bullshit. And Toto Mrs. Knows. Gold is also pearl clutching when Auntie, when Dorothy yells at her and then when yeah, Auntie, yeah. Auntie M it's yells true. at her. Right. Well, I never. She almost <laughs> said something. As a something. Christian woman, I can't. <laughs> like, that's just as bad as telling her, like, fuck off. <laughs> you know? We know what You she can meant. imagine. Just whatever bad thing you're imagining, <laughs> yeah. I would say. That's it. I think all the munchkins must have, like, put, clutched their pearls and run into hiding when the house landed. And they had to be told, like, no, come out, come out, it's fine. Off-screen pearl clutching. Exactly, yeah. Well, we and feel I the reverberations of it. Similarly, when Dorothy finds out that she killed the Wicked Witch of the East, she's also like, oh, no, Lord, what that's happened? That's true. I'm not a witch at all. A real Laura Bush having a DUI moment. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to give this for <laughs> pearl clutching? Uh, and then just one more. Oh, yeah, they, please. Let's hear it. That they, when the, when the Wicked Witch first appears, Dorothy's also, like, you know, in the puff of smoke, totally shocked, some pearl clutching. I would say this is a seven. A seven. Also, also when the Wicked Witch does surrender Dorothy in the sky and everyone oh, in, in Emerald City everyone... is like, buzz, buzz, what's this? What's seven happening? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. <laughs> seven point five. I'll surrender go seven point five as well. Seven point five. Uh, I got to go five. You've got there to. is some, but there's not a ton of it. Giving it a <laughs> six point six seven. All right, last of the bonus categories, quips. How quippy is The Wizard of Oz? It was quippier than I thought it would be. It's not Clue. There's very like 30s cart, like, reminded me of like old like Looney Tunes jokes. Yeah. Like, I hope your tail yeah. holds out, like that kind of stuff. Right. Like just mm -hmm. like gags. Sure. 
I mean, you have no power here. Be gone before someone drops a house on you too. That's kind of, you could still say that at a brunch. And I'm and sure some many of, have. <laughs> some of the quips are not funny anymore because they have become such a part of our normal language. Like, Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. That's a quip, right. but it's just so, it's a cliche now, we're along to, with yeah. pay no yeah. attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Um, right. Is another another quip that has become part of the vocabulary, the vernacular. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Doris, after Glinda leaves, you know, Glinda arrives and leaves, the, the witch, the other witch, Dorothy says, my, people come and go so quickly here. Funny. Yeah. Meta, almost. <laughs> yeah. And there's the thing uh, when Scarecrow has been like decimated by the flying monkeys, they, that's you all over. And then they sure right. knock the stuffing out of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you do a pass at the script, Mark? I did. I'm very old. <laughs> <laughs> when the wizard the wizard is talking to the to the tin man and to the scarecrow he says you clinking clacking collection of collagenous junk and you billowing you bale go. of bulbing fodder like those that's some quips right that's some quips <laughs> the one my favorite line from the whole movie and it's one i think i've realized like i just say a lot uh-huh. Maybe just by myself. Hello, fire, scarecrow. I say like Edward G. Robinson for whatever reason, but that's how it's morphed. Pumping on a on a cigar, yeah. right? <laughs> a cigarette at him. Uh, so we want to give this for quips. I'm going to give it an eight. An eight. I'll go six. Six. Yeah, I'm also going to go six. Uh, giving it a six point six seven. All right, now we are into the, uh, that's it for the bonus categories. Now we're, we are into the iconic category. So now we're going back to zero to 100. These are larger, sort of broader categories. Um, and again, zero to 100. So the first one, how would you rate the Wizard of Oz in zero to 100 in homoeroticism? How homoerotic is the Wizard of Oz? Well, be honest. <laughs> The, the scarecrow does say some people here go both ways. There you go. Nice. That's, is that homoerotic or homo reference? I, well, he's sort I'm, of I'm allowing that, so to say. Like, we could do this. As... You're grasping at straw, would you say? Oh, you I go, sure Mark. am. Well done. Uh, well played. Still got it. The makeover montage, which was the That's montage. That's not a montage. The men montage. are buffing mm -hmm. and stuffing the Tin Man and the Scarecrow. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing that's that is homoerotic is when they, the three male characters are waiting outside the castle and then they end up tussling with those sure. guards and somehow they end up naked behind that and they take their clothes and then they're suddenly wearing somebody else's clothes. Like there's something yeah, homoerotic the about that. Yeah. I mean, that's more than I came up with. I didn't have anything for this. So, <laughs> so what do you want to give it for homoeroticism? I'm going to give it a 20. 20. I'll go nine. Yeah, I'll go eight. Given an average of 12.33, which is like 9.33 points higher than The Sound of Music. Okay. All right. All right, next one. <laughs> Over-the-top wardrobe. Is there over-the-top wardrobe? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, there's nothing that's not over-the-top. There's nothing that's not over-the-top. Yeah. I mean, there's the flying monkeys have little smart little jackets. Like, they're also caterers. I read that the lion, the cowardly lion's outfit was actual lion skin. Yeah, there's some actual oh lion God. skin in that. Isn't that crazy? 
and it weighed like 90 pounds. And because <laughs> in order to do the Technicolor on the set, they had to have the temperature at like the lights 90 were so or 100 high. degrees. So there were two people whose job it was overnight to dry out Ugh. the costume of his sweat <laughs> so that it would be ready the next day. That's disgusting. <laughs> Am I losing points here for over no, the No, no, oh, no. I love that. <laughs> I was just thinking like, oh, back to like the working conditions were like so terrible, but like you do a move. I guess they were contract players. So like, I was, they couldn't like, they still had to work after this. Right. It's yeah. not like a million dollar paycheck. Like, well, I'm just coasting on the Wizard of Oz. Like those residuals might dry <laughs> up by the seventies. I don't know that they even got residuals. Probably not if you're a contract player, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's even like the Kansas stuff is like wild. Yeah. The Munchkins have flowers in their hair, like literal flowers They're going growing to out San Francisco. Their out of their shoes. Yeah. yeah. Every, everyone in Munchkin land, the witches, the monkeys. What do you think about those stars. one Munchkins like in the eggs? I was like, are those like how Munchkins are born? Like, are they like, I guess so. Laid in They're egg? hatched. But those eggs are huge. Like where are they? It, who knows? I, and it just seemed like they were waking up. That might just be their bed. Ugh. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe they're born and then they are put much, much like a, a, a caterpillar becomes a butterfly. Would you watching this? Would you want to live in Munchkinville? Munchkin land. Munchkin land. <laughs> to it's me, it seems, like, it seems like a lot. You'd be like, I get it. Five minutes. Like, OK, we pass through, you know, you get a headache from all the bright colors. Yeah. It's like this is a lot. Yeah. And, and I don't know. It's not clear to me if the Munchkins can speak without vibrato. So eventually, just like, just have a conversation with me. <laughs> right. How's your mom? <laughs> yeah, I heard about your club. It's, it sounds great. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a member of your guild. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for over-the-top wardrobe? This is a 100. A hundred. Yeah, I got to go 100. I, too, am going to give it 100. Tying it with the apple. Okay. All right. The last of the iconic categories, Camp Factor. How campy is The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> I mean, it's got, we've got singing lion, a dancing tin man, flying monkeys, two women fighting over shoes. Encountering <laughs> sure. a fortune teller 10 minutes after you run away from home. That's lucky. I mean, it's, a standing in front of a window in a tornado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, an entire village of plastic plants. Why? Yeah. Why are they all plastic? What? What's happening in Munchkinville? They're weird. I'm telling you, Munchkinville's like they're like secret freaks. They also I don't think have, it's that secret. They <laughs> also to hide from the Wicked Witch of the West. Most of them just laid down on the ground where they were. That's I camp. Forgot, like I was like, did they just die? No, they, they just, just laid like, down, obliterated. Like they're like they're maybe only maybe that was part of her spell was to have everyone be frozen. I see. Maybe, yeah. who knows? It, uh, we don't whole, know what their actor's secret was in that moment. <laughs> the whole setting a, a, a an hourglass and then saying, this is when I'm, you're gonna die and then leaving the room. To your point of the witch is not <laughs> yeah. very effective, but that's also pretty camp. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's very uh, like Batman, the TV series. Mm -hmm. also, also is uh, having a bucket of water just laying around your castle when that's one of the few things that can kill you. <laughs> right. True. <laughs> Having a whole bunch of people who work for you who are excited when you die. I'm like that with uh, bags of ruffles. I shouldn't have these around the house. These will kill me. This is going to kill me. What a world. What a There's world. also something camp about the wizard putting three people he just met in charge of his entire kingdom as he leaves on a hot air balloon. Right. I wonder if those are like the, the 12th people that day he's like sent off. Uh, go get the broom. Yeah. And like, just sending them to their deaths. <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, traveling by bubble. That's that's campy. Never resolving the original conflict of the movie. Like, yeah, Dorothy survived the tornado, but Mrs. Gulch is still going to try to kill Toto. This is true. We'll see about that. Maybe Mrs. Gulch died in the tornado. Makes we sense. can only hope. We can only hope. Um, well, I got a quick list of campy things. Uh, here we go. Uh, farm animals on a soundstage. Uh, a mean old lady riding a bicycle. A head injury leading you to a wonderful adventure. I'm sorry, but the munchkins hiding in the plants are nasty. A joyous song about Dorothy committing manslaughter. Is the Munchkin City's main industry pageantry? Glinda smiling her brains out as the Wicked Witch threatens to kill Dorothy. Uh, I get the sense Munchkin City is a washing bureaucracy. What with all the guilds and leagues? The Scarecrow has the audacity to complain about being stuck all day with a pole up his back. Ironic that the people of Emerald City are all lily white. Getting your destination in <laughs> immediately going to the day spa, threatening sky riding. The, the wizard's guard losing his sit, over, sit shit. The wizard's guard losing his shit over Dorothy's sob story, an hourglass filled with magenta sand. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. What is this, a stage manager's lament? If the wizard was hosting RuPaul's Drag Race, he'd end every episode with, remember, it's not how much you love, but how much you are loved. Can I get an amen up in here? Nope, okay, let the music play. <laughs> Who goes to a fake wizard's going away ceremony and decides to bring their cat? <laughs> I knew a nice pair of shoes could be transportive, but this is ridiculous. And finally, a dog getting screen credit. So I think it's fairly campy. So what do you want to give this for camp factor? 100. 100. Yeah, I got to go 100 as well. 100. Yeah, I guess so, right? That's 100. It's wild. It's wild. Finally, we're into the crown jewel. So these categories, we don't rate, we just agree. It either gets it or it doesn't. So the first one, a 15% bonus point for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does it have it? I mean, it's tough because I think it doesn't really portray homosexuality, it, but, but it is really. all about, it is such a, it's such Depend an iconic gay text though. But we tend to only do it when it's literal, when there are actually gay people. I, I understand that. This is our just hundred, this is our centennial though. <laughs> so it we is. bend the rules? Is this what we're saying? <laughs> no, I mean, there's a whole message about the these potentially gay-coded characters, especially the lion. This is true. Alert, realizing true. no, you know, these other lions were telling you that you were you were wrong and you weren't tough enough, but like, no, everything you need is right inside you and you're special for who you are. I think there is definitely something to that. Um that whole yeah i agree there's definitely like there's something about the fact that like it is such an iconic text that feels like it is about like believing in yourself you have the power you know what i mean like you don't need it i don't know you don't know i, I just feel like i see the argument and i will admit i want to give it to it but i also understand that there are no actual characters who say they're homosexual so in that way it's tough <laughs> sure um, I did call it the gay Bible. <laughs> so right. I do think it does get it. All right. I'm not upset with that. I will go with the John, yes well. not upset about something? This is a rare twist of fate. I don't think I'm the one who gets angry about things. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Let the record show. I think the record does show. <laughs> I vote yes too. Okay, so it gets Alrighty. it. All righty. And finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right, we're done. All right. So, so Billy, now it. that we have been through it, 
how do you think the movie has done? I think the wheel was definitely on your side with this the, one. The wheel was kind to us. The good <laughs> witches were with us. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it did really well. It's gonna be certainly top five, I think. Yeah, I definitely think it's, it's landing in the top five. All right, well, I will tell you exactly how it did out of a total possible. 3,108.77. The Wizard of Oz has scored 2,767.77, giving it a percentage of 89.03, making it the fifth gayest movie ever. Not as gay as the apple, but gayer than death becomes her. Very nice. Very there good. you go. Very nice. All Top right. five. We did it. You did it. You came in with a goal, <laughs> and I feel like you've accomplished it. You have sure definitely did. accomplished it. It's Congratulations. Clue. It's gayer than uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah, take that. Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> no one's clanging that trolley. <laughs> well, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad this we did so it. This is so great. Thank you for doing it. Um, Thank you so much, Billy. This was delightful. Great guests. Great movie. Great choice. Great choices. Great essay. Great essay. <laughs> um, and thank you for listening and coming up with a, a bingo game. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Well, actually, yeah. So I'm on the board of an organization in DC called SMILE. We work with LGBT youth in the region, supporting the, empowering them and supporting them across all aspects of their life in school, home, and beyond. We're also the largest provider of transitional housing for homeless LGBT youth. So if you're interested in supporting a good cause, check out smile.org. 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 We will put the links in our show notes for that, definitely. Thank you. They got a Twitter handle? They do. I think it's Smile DC. Great. I'll include that as well. We'll get all of that in there. Well, thanks so much, Billy. You're a total delight. You do sound like a musical in the best way. You do. And not like a funny girl. (laughs) (laughs) One of the good musicals. One of the good ones. Yeah, Uh, you sound like a little shop of horrors. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We'll We'll be right right back. We're back. Fun. Uh, that was so much fun. What a great 100 guest. episodes. A hundred episodes. Can you believe it? I barely believe it. Remember Did you those? think it would ever happen? I. They said we'd never last. I was. It is funny thinking back because the first couple episodes we did in a little studio in downtown LA. This is true. We should we should give a special shout out to Alex Arche, who is our original uh, producer. Absolutely, Did a wonderful job getting us uh, started. Yeah, it's been um, I'm it really crept up on me. A hundred episodes. I feel like that's a big accomplishment. That's like uh, not even including the Patreon. That's true. With Patreon, it's I'm uh, proud of us. Well, I think I think we've done a great job. Good for us. <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> think of how different the world has been in that time. Yeah, like I can't remember like. I don't if like would you be able to like okay write all hundred movies we've done? Would no, you? I couldn't. There are in fact times where I'm like, oh, we should have that person on the podcast, and I'll be like, oh wait, they've been on it. Yeah, that was your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I know we still need to get her on though. She's still nagging you. <laughs> um, yeah, but this has been so. It's been a very great experience, and we're gonna keep doing it. There's we're no keep signs doing it of this stopping. <laughs> nothing else to do yeah neither of us are blowing up so it's not like we got something else going on yeah but it has been a lot of fun it has definitely affected the way i watch all things movies and tv shows like if ever i see someone riding a scooter i'm like oh that and then i'm like that was about anything yeah Yeah. (laughs) i do think the one thing i learned like you really it's the, the three iconic categories you really need to nail 
If this Wizard of Oz had more actual homoeroticism, it'd be number one. Just any homoerotism, yeah. Exactly. Any homo, it just, it just doesn't. <laughs> I agree. It's definitely I mean, campy it's... and visually uh, wonderful, crazy. Indeed. And so, the, yeah, the apple is gayer than the Wizard of Oz. In some ways, sure, yes. According to the spreadsheet, it is. <laughs> that's true. According to the math, that's right. And, it, and it's not one of the ones that we can say, because some of these early on before we adjusted the system, we could, not that we're going to, but there, a case could be made for going back to revisiting some of those earlier movies. Like a Showgirls, perhaps? The showgirls would be one. I think that would definitely score higher. I feel like the that's the main works. one. Definitely. <laughs> the main outlier. <laughs> but yeah. But I, I think also Mimi and St. Louis would actually probably do better. Um, Maybe. You know, that felt category really felled a lot of movies for a while. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but an icon, nonetheless. True, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, it's been a real pleasure doing this with you. It has been a delight doing it with you. <laughs> Sometimes against you, but mostly with you. Yes, of course. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm just passionate. You are. You are. That's what's that. People love it. People love it. People can't see that when I'm outraged, I'm smiling. <laughs> I, I think they feel it, though. I think they can tell. I'm, it's, all, it's, all done, all done, it's done with a wink. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, it's been a lot of fun. I, I never thought we would get to 100. I never even crossed my mind, but you know. <laughs> right. You're like, we're going to be dead soon anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Got these wildfires now. <laughs> but it's been so great. All the listeners have been, been a lot of so fun. amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so much Real... for listening and emailing us and, and participating. Such a positive in... community of listeners, exactly. too. It was... Everyone's so kind and sweet yeah, and funny. So thanks to everyone who submitted. We were so surprised and overwhelmed at the number Truly. of people who submitted movies. We really did not we were like i guess we'll do this who knows but we had we to make sick. another spreadsheet just to collate all the essays exactly and it was not an easy decision but <laughs> i do think we'll have you know some of these people will come on the show i think point. so yeah i think there's a lot of fun so we might revisit this as an idea for an episode in the future maybe but people probably wouldn't be into that <laughs> well let us know you can email us at two old queens two old queens at gmail.com let us know uh if we got anything wrong if you have any other ideas for movies or ideas for stuff we could uh, other ideas for episodes we love hearing from you guys we really appreciate it also if you get a chance if you could go on itunes and rate and give it five stars and review it helps with the algorithm it helps people other people find the podcast we really appreciate that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes. And also we have merch, another fun way you can support the podcast. If you go over to T Public and search for Two Old Queens, we've got a lot of fun images and stuff there. You can get on all kinds of things t shirts, sweatshirts, pillows, notebooks, tote bags, masks, onesies, all great stuff. And a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. That's what we're all about. And finally, we have a Patreon as well. So if you want even more of this in your life, go over to Jewel Queens, the retirement plan is the name of our Patreon where we do different series and fun stuff. Right now, we're going through all the different Spider-Man movies to figure out what's the gayest one of all of those. Absolutely. And what are we doing next week? We have no idea. We don't know yet. It'll no. be fun, though. It'll be fine. <laughs> Relax. I love how you imagine our listeners are yelling at right now. <laughs> I've never been attacked yet. I'm always defensive. <laughs> Uh, but thank oh. you, thank you so so much. We thank you so only much. do this because people seem to like it, and yes. worry we like it too. But that you that's know, true. Yeah, a, there's confirmation bias. I guess is that's that what true, that is? Yeah. Probably not. Not quite, but close. Sure. Uh, but thank you guys. Thank we you so much. You. Here's to another 100. Sure. Absolutely. Say it, John. John, uh, we I lo love you. <laughs> Mark, Can you say it. I love you. Absolutely. You
probably had to edit that in. I'm sure. <laughs> didn't really say it. I'll sing it. I love you. Now it feels like it's about you. Okay. All right. <laughs> all that vibrato. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. So love the show. Keep it up. Uh, great work. Hopefully we get to 100 more. Thanks for 100 episodes of Gay Mirth and Sass. I wish you at least 100 more. And I hope we can all gather together at a live episode one day soon. Until then, goodbye. I totally nailed that. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. 